hey, this is cool. This is going to be a big hit. I would be like the singer at a jazz club next to the piano. That was the first time that I was like, wow, I can do it. He's so emotional and so raw and so real with how he delivers his music. 13-year-old me, rock and rolling. I came out of the session and went, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the sound. She was so real. When she'd be rapping and singing, it felt like he was kind of at the church again. Hello and welcome to What Did I Say, where Atlantic Records talks with artists about songs they made, songs they like, and songs they'd like to have made. It's an inside look into the craft of songs from the artists themselves. Today we spoke with Big Beat Atlantic Records Chicago-based producer, Weathan. He is arguably one of the top breakout producers of the last year, with his latest single, Savage, featuring Flux Pavilion and Max, garnering 25 million-plus streams globally. No overnight success is truly an overnight success. Weathan first made a name for himself as a SoundCloud producer remixing tracks for Louis the Child, Isaiah, and Ty Dolla Sign. He slowly earned millions of plays and built a devoted audience. Recently, between supporting the Chainsmokers on tour, performances at Coachella, and Lollapalooza, Weathan has only solidified his position as a forward-thinking producer in the electronic dance community. His recent collaboration, Love Gang, with Charlie XCX, premiered via The Fader, and his single Good Nights, featuring emerging vocalist Mascolo, is out now. Weathan recently finished a 46-date headlining run, and while in New York City on tour, he sat down with us at the Atlantic Podcast Studios. What was your first favorite song? Um, I think my first favorite song that uh, I got into personally and listened to it probably more than any other song was Kanye West, Stronger. I found it through YouTube. I actually probably found it on like a a skateboard video first or something, something random, like a snowboard video or something, and then found like the music video and just like would watch it constantly, no matter what. If I was I would like play football at the time, and I would just watch the video and just get super pumped before like football and just like that was my song. That was my favorite. I would just jam it nice. nonstop. Uh, do you remember the first song you memorized? Oh, dang, I don't know. First song, I probably still haven't memorized a song in my entire life. I don't know. I I I literally. We'll just find out songs that I listen to now and listen to them and think that the lyrics were something else. We just found that song the other day, me and Tack, uh, Phoenix, 1901, The Hook. What are they saying? Does anybody know? They, it sounds like they're saying falling or something, but they're actually saying fold it. So misheard lyrics. Yeah, and I, that's like the story of my life is misheard lyrics. I always misinterpret because I just listen to the melodies and like the production Lyrics were last for me. Yeah. I know I can probably play the guitar line versus knowing all the I'm words. I'm the same way. So I don't know. I don't think I've ever memorized the song. So misheard lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first song or album you remember buying with your own money? The first song that, or the first album um, that I really bought um, was actually on iTunes. I didn't actually buy like a CD or anything. And it was, it was Daft Punk uh, Discovery. That was like the first. I like just found it. I was probably like 11, 12 years old when I like really got into music and like wanted to listen to albums and songs and like that was the first thing that I like bought with my own money. Like I had like an iTunes gift card and like just bought it and like that was all I listened to for probably like a month or two straight. Oh wow. <laughs> After that I got addicted and just started buying like tons of stuff just all over the place. I don't know. I would be onto the next thing like every every week. When I Different genres? Always. 
uh, let's see. You were uh, started producing music by messing around on GarageBand on your iPad, um, and then when did it feel like you weren't just messing around? Was there a certain song of yours that you felt you kind of like? All right, I just I can do this. It was my first song on SoundCloud that had ever picked up any numbers at all. I was just putting out random remixes of just anything I could find um, when I first started. And I had this remix of this Missing No track. He was this like London producer called XE3. And it just started to gain support on the internet through all types of DJs. Zed's Dead like played it out at Hard Summer. And that was like the first time that I've ever seen like one of my songs like someone else like like it enough to put it in their set and then like play it for like a huge crowd that I've like never even been to a festival before or anything like at that point. So I was just like, whoa, like this is this is like real. Like my music can sound good on like a system and like people can dance to it. And it was just like crazy. And it was all just through SoundCloud, just that song being in people's playlists and just like somehow getting into the hands of Zed's Dead and then that was that was the first time that I was like wow like I can do it that's rad uh who would be surprised to find out uh is a musical influence of yours I think currently and ever since that I've listened to them um Tame Impala and like Mac DeMarco those are like two of my biggest inspirations in music, but a lot of people probably wouldn't think that because they're so far away from like the sounds that I actually make and like the music that I make. But that's like honestly what's on repeat on my iTunes or Spotify like all the time. Tame Impala, Mac DeMarco, those are the two dudes. Cool. Um, always get it done. When you're recording a song, who are you picturing listening to this? Who's your audience? I think my audience um, just kind of loves weird sounding like synths and drums and like really catchy you know hooks and kind of like hard to explain i've kind of grown from when i first started so the first stuff that i was putting out was a lot more on the uh, like electronic like edm side of things and it was a lot more centered around like the drop or like the hook or something that like didn't probably like didn't usually have lyrics either it was just like synths but now i've kind of grown into more like loving songs and like songs that have like you know like kind of a meaning and can like tell a story as well as like mixing that with the weird sounds and synths and and drums that can also go well live and like you know make people want to dance and and also not have to dance and just (laughs) can just process it and just kind of enjoy it for for what it is that's cool uh what's the most recent song you discovered and had to share with your friends most recent song that i found that i've actually still I'm jamming right now uh was from this girl claro who uh she it's just on i just found her on soundcloud but she has this song called pretty girl that like is starting to gain a lot of attention there's like a youtube video she's like in the music video and starting to get millions of views and i just like discovered it and was just like whoa like what song is this like showed everyone on the bus was just jamming it in the back like everyone's like whoa like what song is that like everyone's starting to like remember cool. and me playing it and I don't know. I just love that song. It's like the, one of the songs I've discovered recently. Cool. Um, do you remember the first time you heard one of your songs in public? It's funny. I used to play. I used to play hockey, and we used to like jam a lot of music in the locker room. And like, my brother played sports too, so we would always like you know we'd pick him up for practice and stuff like that. And 
that's kind of like a side thing. I don't even know how that relates to me playing hockey. But we were in like locker rooms. Where, I are remember you, are you playing from the northeast, or are you from the north. Uh, I'm from like an hour outside of uh, Chicago, like okay. south of Chicago. So just like suburbs outside. But you're close to the border. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> and uh, we, the game was over. We had just played this team, and usually after the you know game's over, everyone just kind of plays music in the locker room, and just you know depending on the vibe, obviously. But we were walking out, and the other team was playing one of my songs and i think it was the one xe3 they were playing xe3 and it was just so weird to me to like play a team and then walk past. and i think we won too so they like definitely like got beat and were probably mad but they ended up playing my song and i was like walking by and they they could have known or they might not have known that i was on the team or that they knew me or anything but it was just random and like super weird and i was just knock on the door and be like what Hey guys, I'm gonna get your ass kicked, but uh, it's my song. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but there was another time that I was like, we were picking up my brother from like soccer practice or something, and there was just a car in the parking lot that was just playing the song, and I was just like, whoa, like that's super weird. I was like with my mom, and I was just like, whoa, that's like, really cool. Random. Uh, what do you hear in other songs that connect with you? I'm a big fan of like sounds that I've never heard, like used in in really creative ways. So very weird sounding synths like that almost like don't sound right you know if you were to just listen to it but in the right context with like a nice drum beat or like a good pattern it like makes you like feel like just kind of like happy or like tame and Paul uses a lot of like really crazy synths and on the album currents that like just every time i listen to them just like put you in that vibe like you know where you're at like you can just jam it did you see their website recently I did. How I rad saw is that? The collector's edition. But it's like the way he started playing yeah. one thing. That studio is so cool. That's like view? a dream. Yeah. I would love to work in a studio <laughs> like that. That's probably, that's the goal right there. He, Tame Impala is doing it right. <laughs> that was my, uh, my, that was my last question. Do you, do you, I mean, the, it's, it's a classic question, but I think, think further than I want to be successful and do these things. But is there that, that dream you have when you're waking up and you visualize something like, do you know what that is? I think so. It changes all the time of like, you know, as I grow up and and learn what I like and and what I want, things change and, you know, I get a little bit smarter every day of like what I really want for the future and like how I see myself. Um, But the future really for me, it seems like I just would love to, you know, have like a really nice like studio where I can just create, you know, all day, every day, like whenever I feel the urge to create even more than music too, even like a photo studio or something like in the house too, just to always be constantly creating that's kind of like that's my goal for the future is to just always always be creating cool and like a vibe like that like on a nice like with a nice view and like just everything at your disposable just uh, our disposal like is amazing yeah that's that tame and paul thing is so rad it's like oh i'm gonna play drums over this and then the sim you just watch it all happen yeah. too it's really cool to see that all right thank you well, thank you very much Thanks to Weathan for coming on What Did I Say? Find more about him at Weathan.com. W-H-E-T-H-A-N.com. Our theme music is by Max Frost. Be sure and catch up on all the Atlantic Records podcasts at AtlanticPodcasts.com. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 